Hey, you are listening to Thoughts on Life. This is your host, Natus. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome. Um, this is your host, Natus. It's a pleasure having you here. And thank you for your curiosity and for clicking in this episode, which is the about thoughts on life and about the expansion of thoughts on life, which is thoughts on life podcast. So in today's episode, I will share with you in case you didn't know what thoughts on life is a little bit about myself. And yeah, I think, I think that will be it for this episode. So, uh, Thoughts on Life is a personal project that was born in 2017, thanks to a school project. Um, I was in high school. Um, the teacher told us that we would have to make something that would leave a positive impact inside the school. This was a very important moment in my life because that was the first moment in which I realized the power, my words, my actions, and my existence had to make something beautiful. <laughs> so I used to be very scared, just like any other teenager, about the future and about existence overall. Because, you know, the thing about being a teenager about adolescence is that you start to realize this dark side of life exists. You have more present that we are mortal beings, that there are accidents, uh, that there are things that we cannot control and that there is no formula that leads to a happy, fulfilled life. That's pretty much fairy tales and even most adults don't even realize and live in this strange fantasy that we will eventually be completely happy. Like the, yeah, as if it were a Hollywood movie or a princess, a Disney princess story, right? And most of the times, you know, getting face to face with the existential void can be... Terrible, you know, it's saddening, it's scary and very uncomfortable. And I'm telling you this that, well, it happens during adolescence because of how our brain develops and we can now understand things a little bit better because of our brain development. Piaget, uh, I don't know if that's how you say his name, but he was the psychologists that figured this out and the different stages in which the human brain develops. And most of the abstract thinking is fulfilled during adolescence. So we can understand more about what it means to, to be alive <laughs> during our teenage years. And it's not just that, like we also have this social and even sometimes family pressure 
that we should choose what it is that we want to do for the rest of our lives and we have to pick up on a career, we have to study, we have to know perfectly who we are and what do we want. So try to mix these two things together. It just creates angst and it's just a messy time for everyone. Um, and that's just like the part of existence. If you add up the personal problems and the history of every teenager that exists, it's something completely different for everyone. However, for most of us is yeah, a terrifying experience. And most of the times I think that when people don't address these existential issues, the environments can be quite harsh because everyone is just feeling hurt. And it's just like the saying, hurt people hurt. So I remember that during high school, oh God, the school was the most hostile environment ever. Like there was a lack of empathy, not just from the students, but also from the staff and the teachers. There was no kindness. Everything was, you have to be successful or you will be no one in your life. And the only path toward happiness is that you have a perfect job or that you are a millionaire or that you're famous. And all of this was quite implicit. Like no one was saying it explicitly most of the time. So we did have some classes that were supposed to train us to be productive and stuff. And I noticed that most of it just created a whole mess and no one was having fun and hurt people were hurting others and it was just expanding like the negative energies around so when this beautiful teacher told us that we would have to do something that would leave a positive impact for everyone it was the first time i noticed the power my words and my actions have so i may not be the next mahatma gandhi or the next martin luther king jr but i may inspire the next one, or maybe just a little something that I have to say could spark the change. So it's always worth it to put ourselves out there and speak our virtuous truth. And I think that's just something beautiful. And that was something I realized when I was 18 years old. And so I don't know where I got the courage from, but I decided to... Um, start giving, I wouldn't call them conferences. It was mainly just me expressing what I thought <laughs> to every group in the, in the school. So I would be there and address a problem. I would be like, yo, have you noticed the school is horrible and the environment is hostile? Well, I think we should try a little bit of kindness because we're all on the same train here. We're all feeling pressured by society, by our families to pick up a career when we don't even know who we are yet, when we still have to figure out, you know, these existential matters. So we should be together in this. Like, it's no secret we're all struggling with our, you know, similar situations, which is pretty much life and being a teenager. So we could actually help each other just by being kind, by smiling a little bit more when we see each other, by not assuming different things that could, you know, create misunderstandings. 
and overall by also being kind to ourselves. And that moment was seriously something really important in my life because it was the first time I actively did something in the name of virtue without really knowing too much about the subject. So I was just speaking my truth of the things that I saw. And I don't really know where it all sparked from, but it happened. Then a few years passed by and I wouldn't write as often as I do now, for example, because, well, thinking about existential matters is always a little bit uncomfortable because, well, in my experience, it, it made me question my own reality. It made me restructure my own system of values. It made me think, like, for real, what it is that I want in my life. And of course, back then, I wasn't so sure. I was just beginning to question. And even so, even now, it can be really uncomfortable, but I know it's completely worthy because the doors that are opened by the act of questioning, I wouldn't really trade that for anything. It, it gives me a really real sense of freedom. So, yeah. It's something that I would recommend 100%. <sighs> so that's how Thoughts on Life was born. Then I began to study psychology after making the mistake of trying to study biology, right? And that's when I realized that that would be the thing that I would want to give my life meaning for. Um, and so it happened. I began going to therapy, of course, studying more of the field, also getting invested in philosophy uh, and overall existential matters. Right now, I'm really enjoying logothera logotherapy and everything regarding Viktor Frankl's work. It's, it's just amazing, and I recommend it 100%. So, yeah. Right now, in Thoughts on Life, the things that I do is mainly write on the blog my thoughts on different uh, topics. I have thoughts on romantic love, thoughts on change, thoughts on what it is to be a woman, like regarding gender issues, for example. I also got thoughts on the loss of um, existential distractors that I feel quarantine brought, and that's why people were feeling a little bit more uncomfortable regarding, you know, the two deep, important questions. And yeah, those are topics that I, I like to write about. So there's the blog, it's still up and going. Uh, then I decided to open a YouTube video. What? No, video, oh God. If it were that easy, <laughs> I opened a YouTube channel in which I create videos. Um, mostly they are ASMR. So if you don't know what ASMR is, I would recommend Googling it. Um, but I feel like everyone has some sort of idea of what it is in 2021. So yeah, I, uh, the, the ASMR content is mostly me reading uh, the 
blog posts in the blog, of course. <laughs> and I really like creating them because of, you know, the relaxing properties of ASMR, but also for two other reasons. And the first one is that, you know, the unconscious mind, like if the person who is watching it falls asleep, because that's like the main goal of ASMR, like relaxing oneself or falling asleep, the subconscious mind can listen to the meaning that it's being conveyed. And I, I don't know, maybe the higher self of the person who's listening will get something beautiful out of it. So that's also like something super sensible that it's like a plus of ASMR in my opinion. Um, yeah. And the other one is that I don't feel as pressured as in usual videos to be quick, go straight to the point and put these editing skills to the max because, you know, this, I, it makes me feel pressured mostly because of, you know, digital marketing tendencies to say that people can only hold their attention for 15 seconds. And that's pretty much what TikTok is, right? And of course it's popular and stuff, but I don't know. I feel like that kind of objectifies the people who enjoy content instead of consuming content. So I don't want to objectify those who stumble up across the things I have to share because yeah, ASMR allows me to go slow, be, be my truest self and not push myself to try and use these uh, mar digital marketing tips to go viral, for example. Um, so I think that's why they, fall, they feel more comfortable for me to create and they just come more naturally rather than me trying to explain my thoughts on life or, or something because, uh, yeah. <laughs> Which takes me to the podcast. Yay. So Thoughts on Life has now a podcast. Wow, this was actually very unexpected. But I'm giving it a go precisely of, you know what, the ASMR content allows me to feel and experience, I suppose. Because the beauty about podcasts is to listen to the creators ramble and to be open to digressing. And it's overall more calm. So people can actually enjoy it rather than consume it. So this is why I'm giving it a go as well. It's funny because it wasn't really expected. So I opened WordPress and I was ready to begin writing about a topic I won't mention because it would be some sort of a spoiler. And in the dashboard thingy, it said that WordPress had united with Anchor to create podcasts. So there would be like a um, an audio version for the blog posts. And I was like, oh God, this is really cool. This is pretty much what I'm trying to do in the YouTube channel, right? 
So I'm just gonna give it a go and see what it's what's this all about. And then I figured out how easy it is to use and and I thought, hmm, what if what if I expand myself? <laughs> and just like that, in some kind of impulse, I opened the podcast. And I wasn't sure if it was going to go up because, well, I don't really know how easy or hard it is to be on Spotify, but it was like, it it took me five minutes to be up in Spotify. And I was like, oh God, so this, this is for real. So I, this can happen. So I'm taking this on, as some sort of suprasensible um, sign <laughs> for me to expand myself even more just in case I touch another human's soul and inspire something beautiful inside their hearts. So this is why I'm doing this. I, I still want to be the change that I want to see and I never know when something random, I have to say, may help another person or inspire another person. And this is pretty much why I'm doing this. I feel like we can all be the change and we can all begin questioning our reality so we can make a kinder one, a more virtuous one, which this is pretty much what moves me and what I want to keep on doing and the meaning I want to give to my life. And so this is how the post, po, pe, pe, pe. gosh, this is how the podcast was born. I really hope you enjoy the content coming up. I will be reading um, in not ASMR ways my blog posts because I know that some people feel creeped out or are not really into ASMR. So I will also give the, the opportunity for yeah, the, the, the posts to be listenable <laughs> in not ASMR here in Spotify. So yeah, I'm going to do that. And I think I will also create other types of content. Thankfully, my friends are really awesome and they are virtuous people. And most of the times the conversations I have with them and the things they have to share from their own standpoint, from their perspective, with their knowledge, make our usual conversations really virtuous and nutritive. So yeah, I would like to, to bring people to talk about different topics. So it can, it can have a broader um, perspective and it can be overall more expansive in that beautiful way. So stay tuned for more deep, important stuff content and I really hope you enjoy this. Have I talked about what the deep important stuff is? Because that's, that's really important for, for Thoughts on Life. It's basically the core, the fuel, and the spirit of Thoughts on Life. So without, um, yeah, without too much information, I will try to sum up what the deep important stuff is. Because I, I may write about it <laughs> and probably make an episode both in YouTube and here about what the deep important stuff stands for. For now, let me tell you that I believe it is the things that make life worth it. 
it's the true it's the truth in a way but as in everyone has a different truth oh god am i making any sense hmm the deep important stuff consists on enjoying the little things of life which is you know being able to enjoy the sunlight to listen to your best friend's laughter to enjoy the flavor of coffee the company of your loved ones to be supported when things are cold to to learn something from the harsh experiences we all have because that's part of life isn't it but it's also the main door that is opened by the act of questioning so it allows you to question yourself the two important questions so the first one is who are you like who are you really and what do you want asking what do you want to build in your life what do you want to do with your life the first one can be kind of tricky because most of the times we do not differentiate between who we really are and who we have thought we are which may not necessarily be true so these are called introjects and yeah some people may expect us to be some sort of way but that doesn't necessarily mean we are that way so that's that's the fun thing about asking ourselves who are we and because we're always growing so we're a different person each day and that's completely fine and then the what do we want is related to okay you're gonna die eventually what do you want really like what do you really think it's the answer or the meaning you want to give to your own existence is it really fame is it really fortune is it really the american dream of getting a career, getting a job, getting married, kids, and then die? Yeah, it's kind of uncomfortable, isn't it? But I promise you it's completely worth it because it gives you the freedom to actually give it a meaning. But I will be talking about meaning in the Deep Important Stuff episode that it's coming up eventually. And yeah... Oh, before I forget, I need to credit those words, questions, more precisely. So the first time I listened to those uh, beautiful questions was actually thanks to Avatar, The Last Airbender, the best kids show and show in the planet, in my opinion. So Uncle Iroh is my favorite character, and he asks these two questions to his nephew, which is Prince Zuko. And it, it pretty much allows him to question what he really wants in his life instead of the what he should do according to his family, for example, his dad, the Fire Lord, and stuff. I recommend 100% watching it. It's something really beautiful. And yeah, that would be it for me from now. Um, oh, I, I think I forgot to present myself. My name is Natus. I'm 22. And I'm a psychology student. Woo! So yeah, thank you so much for listening to me. And I will keep on recording things for you. <laughs>